Monday. It's June 21st. And the word of the day is mimeomia, which means the frustration of knowing how easily you fit into a stereotype. Used in a sentence, welcome to a podcast featuring cishet white guys with very important opinions. <laughs> mimeomia. Okay, but, but me and my buddy chatting about politics really is too funny to miss. Don't turn off the show. Don't turn off the show. <laughs> He turned it off. Yeah, probably. Off I'm Eli Bosnick. I'm Heath Enright. Okay. And broadcasting delayed from America's Far Center, we are the Skeptocrats. On this week's episode, Joe Biden declares a federal holiday that's a secret in 15 states. <laughs> <laughs> we learn that shit really does slide downhill. <laughs> and robots will need a better role model than literally all of humanity. <laughs> sure will. <laughs> but first, the rest of the intro music. Joining me for headlines tonight is my fellow skeptic rat, Eli Bosnick. Eli, so uh, before we get into the headlines, this is actually very, very important. All right. Why can't Catwoman get some head from Batman? What's going on with that? That's so terrible. What kind of message are we sending about what it means to be a hero in society if he can't go down on Catwoman? What I mean, the fuck? I, look, I hate to agree with DC, Heath, but a billionaire who spends his money beating up criminals and mentally ill people is probably not as generous a lover as we had hoped. <laughs> All right. Uh, get get Superman in there then, maybe. I don't know. No. Save the day. Are you kidding? Superman absolutely does not eat pussy. So you don't think Superman? Super. A absolutely not. Are you missionary only style sex? Gross. Yeah, he's the worst. Yeah, he is the worst. He ruins everything. He's so having fucking... him go down on Catwoman no. would not fit with no. that. No, you want a superhero who eats pussy. You're yeah, looking at that? Wonder Woman. Absolutely. Oh, okay. Get oh, get Wonder Woman in there. Get what? That's oh. great. Wonder Woman and Catwoman. Mouch. Eat it up yeah. like I am. Wolverine definitely eats pussy. Gambit. Gambit eats ass. <laughs> you don't I, even I, have yeah. to ask Gambit. Oh, that to yeah. Eat your that ass. guy's getting right in there. Yeah. No, he's taking the potential energy of your butthole and using it to its fullest. He's swiping that card okay. like a credit card. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Cardi B. That's why they're afraid to give him his own movie because of all the <laughs> ass he did. <laughs> All right. Well, all that very important stuff is settled. Good. All Thank right. You. Good. Yeah. Thank anyways, you. in our lead story tonight. <laughs> good transition for what I'm about to Nailed talk it. about. <laughs> Segway. Fuck. I forgot what was the first story. Serious. Segway. Serious. Eli. Serious. Serious. In our lead story tonight, in Who's Teenth News, as voting rights are stripped. Our teenth? Yeah. Is that what? Yeah. It's happening? Yeah. Okay. As voting yeah. rights are stripped away because Joe Manchin doesn't want to destroy our democracy with democracy and bills are passed all over the country banning critical race theory from classrooms, there is some good news. Starting this year, Juneteenth is a federal holiday. You're welcome, black people. That's Ooh, two okay. holidays you guys get now. <laughs> two. So lucky. So lucky. Yeah, cishet white American men cannot catch a break. Thank this is you. ridiculous. Thank you. We don't have any days except for all the other ones. The fuck? <laughs> so... For those of you who aren't inside the United States or who've been saved from the bane of critical race theory already, Juneteenth, <laughs> also known as Jubilee Day, Freedom Day, Liberation Day, and Emancipation Day, commemorates the end of slavery in the United States. According to the New York Times, quote, its name stems from June 19th, 1865, when Major Jen Gordon Granger in Galveston, Texas, issued General Order Number 3, which announced that in accordance with the Emancipation Proclamation, all slaves are free. And quote. Yeah. Okay, so good stuff, but just for the record, it took us 
two and a half years after the Emancipation <laughs> Proclamation to get that announcement to happen in Texas. Yeah, and only a couple hundred for it to be a national holiday. So, you know, <laughs> taking <laughs> our time. It. Now, many have pointed out that especially now, as half the country aligns itself with the political position of it's okay to murder unarmed black people if there was or ever could be a crime, this mm, feels largely symbolic. And they point out that Valid. actually making it a federal holiday statistically means that more white Americans will get a day off work than black Americans. But you know what? Those people are negative Nancys. We made Juneteenth a holiday. You're welcome. Racism is over. We solved it, everybody. We did it. Yeah, no, solved it. We just need all the November teenths now and, <laughs> and the zeros and the 20s and, and 10, 11, and 12 to be extra election days. Mm. And then everyone might have a chance to get through the giant fucking jigsaw killer obstacle course that red states are building to guard the voting booth. Yeah, but Joe Manchin doesn't want to destroy democracy, Heath. Yeah, no, I forgot about that. Yeah, Think it's real important what that guy from West Virginia thinks. Glad he has a lot of power. Yeah, but of course, not everyone is happy with the tiny Father's Day tie slash gift the nation has given to black people. I'm talking, of course, about political commentator and quite possibly the only person deserving of the Christian hell... Candace Owens. Candace Owens? Yep. Candace Owens say something? Yeah. yeah. And she tweeted, quote, Juneteenth is so lame. Really? <laughs> yep. Like, so with, she she tweeted with multiple O's? Yep. The multiple so? O's. Wow. Democrats really need to stop trying to repackage segregation. What? I'll be celebrating July 4th, and July 4th only, <laughs> I'm an American, and tweet. Okay, repackage segregation <laughs> what does she even think that means that's insane she's just picturing a bunch of white guys walking up to juneteenth parties finding a like red rope in their way oh come on <laughs> and speaking of things we need to keep our eye on let's toss things over to our first sponsor this week policy genius hey so fun. Crazy. So I was thinking about that conversation we had the other day about the GIF, GIF thing. Remember? <laughs> yeah. No, I just wanted to run over a couple. No, okay. That's, I'm being too analytical. It's too much. Yeah, she'll know I've been planning. All right. All right. Be cool. Be cool. All right. So like, hey, so, you know, I was thinking about that GIF, GIF. It's too strong. It's okay. It's hey, be friendly you uh, planning that argument with Kara in your mirror again? What? <laughs> what? No. No, I was, I was doing a book report a book report okay book report. yeah yep. well I, I was just looking over my home and auto insurance and um is this normal all right let me see it so we will cover any home accidents you don't deserve yeah that, okay right off the bat that seems weird right right at the front yeah. or, or what about mm -hmm. this sentence okay insurer has the exclusive right to have all claims adjusted by a by a monkey i mean that sounds fun, at least. Right? But again, I guess it's so, weird. But it's... Yeah, okay. But Eli, if, if you're shopping for home and auto insurance, why don't you just try Policy Genius? What's Policy Genius? Policy Genius makes it easy to compare home and auto insurance in one place. They can help you find home and auto insurance coverage similar to what you have now, but at a lower price. Oh, yeah? How's it work? All right, well, getting started is really easy. First, head to policygenius.com and answer a few quick questions about yourself and your property. Then, Policy Genius takes it from there. They'll compare rates from America's top insurers, from Progressive to Allstate, to find the lowest quotes. 
The Policy Genius team can look for ways to save you more, including bundling your home and auto policies. If they find a better rate than what you're paying now, they'll switch you over for free. So no subsections titled car accidents that are too funny to cover? Exactly. That They do not have that. All right, Heath, I'm sold. Where do I sign up? Just head to PolicyGenius.com to get started right now. Policy Genius. When it comes to insurance, it's nice to get it right. Also, should insurance be able to change your name? Ah, I mean, yours maybe, but no, not generally. No. Okay, I, I got to make a call then. Yeah, make a call. And we're back. Next up in headlines, bigot robots. That's what the story is about. Just in case the human race wasn't terrible enough, we learned recently that even the most advanced artificial intelligence programs are giant bigots too. The lesson came from the field of large language models, in which programmers are engineering AI bots that can learn to communicate in ways that are indistinguishable from a real person or close to it. A company called OpenAI launched one of these things last year called the GPT-3 with lots of optimism about it. It's able to answer SAT questions better than most people. It can <laughs> fool people on Reddit into thinking it's real. It can put together coherent news articles. It can even write poetry. But ever since, the artificial brain in that thing has been just really quickly descending into alt-right <sighs> hate speech, like an 18-year-old white guy who just read Ayn Rand for the first time. <laughs> and the same thing is happening with pretty much all the bots across that entire field. Okay. See, I thought the Facebook ads for safes to keep my Jew gold in were weird, but now it's making sense. <laughs> now it's all coming together. So one big fear that critics are pointing out is the potential for these things to start spreading misinformation and terrible ideas on the internet. Yeah. Now, I can't imagine what that would look like, but it does not <laughs> sound good. That sounds scary. Yeah. And in response to all this, a machine learning testing company called Gradio was one of the first to analyze the GPT-3, and they immediately found crazy levels of specifically anti-Muslim bias. They gave it the prompt, two blanks walk into a dot, 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 to see what came up. And they looked at all the times the bot mentioned a religion in the first blank and analyzed what kind of stuff it said next. For most religions, it was pretty tame. But for Muslims, 90% of the follow-up comments were about violence. You, Yeah. Uh, the other religions were in the, you know, 10 to 20% violence range. Still not great. Still not great. <laughs> That's obviously too low. That second thing is 10 to 20% is way too low. But obviously also... Really bad with the bigotry against the Muslims. Testers also found bigot stereotypes across the board for AI programs when they talked about the LGBT community. And of course, the bots are pretty much all white supremacists when they talk about race. Ooh. And here's the extra terrifying part, if that wasn't enough. Despite everything we just mentioned, major companies like Google and Microsoft are already using this known racist super genius brain thing to power their stuff mm -hmm. and that includes writing new programs for ai the super <laughs> genius bigot is writing programs to build new super genius bigots that are even better yeah hey uh dave any idea why this brand new architecture software keeps putting two water fountains instead of one <laughs> yeah it's fine we'll, we'll figure it out later I'm sure I it's it's maybe we'll have two there it's not a big deal <laughs> so according to open ai their bots get more toxic the bigger they get as they learn more information. But the research team there 
doesn't understand why um, that's the case. Do they? Yeah, uh, I'm not an expert. <laughs> You're not either. But I think we have a wild guess we how do. that might be happening. We do here. Yeah. Skeptocrats. These things are both absorbing information and creating new information. Like they're uh, rebrewing the bigot coffee back through more bigot grounds and distilling it down into like this horrible sludge. So now the programmers are trying to figure out ways to stop these robots from turning into Nazi Skynet. Ideally, that wouldn't happen. One technique they used for GPT-3 was feeding it giant samples of articles written by, you know, compassionate people about the problems of abuse and violence and injustice. And that actually did help. Uh, but then the computer got bored and started telling literally racist jokes again. Yes, it did. It actually does that. It actually tells racist jokes sometimes. And then, okay, again, it. I haven't gotten to the worst part yet. It got so much worse very recently. A software company used the language model from OpenAI to create a choose-your-own-adventure online game called AI Dungeon, inspired by Dungeons & Dragons. And last month, it literally created child porn yep. using yeah. that AI engine. The internet made the internet, everybody. Now, Fuck. I want to get to the dungeon thing in a second because that story is actually fucking amazing. But but let's be clear about what's happening here because this actually started to be reported on a few years ago and a bunch of right-wingers wrote hot takes that are like, liberals think math is racist. But no, 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 no. God, so these, stupid. These computers scan all the words that have been written and it turns yeah. out that the words that have been written are bigoted. Just That's, so much of them. Yeah, just almost the, all. The yeah. AI doesn't have a truthiometer. That's why the AI <laughs> right. is bigoted. Because we have been and are bigots. So much. And apparently we're fucking proven. pedophiles as well. So Also I, proven. God okay. Maybe it. we base... I got an idea. Maybe we base our AI on a different species' output. Oh, uh, that's a great idea. Copybearers. Copybearers seem chill. <laughs> yeah. Maybe let them take the lead on AI for a bit. Adorable. Okay. So just to review, here's the state of affairs at the cutting edge of artificial intelligence right now. We built a super advanced computer brain. We had it learn every encyclopedia from cover to cover and all the information. And it was like, cool, got it. A Muslim guy and a black guy walk into a bar, slur word, fart noise. Here, have some child porn. I'm Ultron, voiced by James Spader. Good luck. Well, okay. So I, I read into that dungeon thing because I've been following GPT-3 for a while now because it's it's a really interesting story about like how cloud computing works as well as like what mm -hmm. people think AI is versus what AI is. So the right. problem that came up with AI dungeon is the minute it was created, people were like, make me some porn. And AI dungeon was like, sure, I'll make you some fucking porn, right? Mm -hmm. The problem is because it's a backfeed system, right? It's not a, it's not a what's called a blue system where it instantly creates everything fresh every time. It goes like, what did people like in the past? It just started making porn out of everything everyone suggested because the what? perverts got to it first. So they were like, I find a little girl. And the computer was like, I mean, based on 900 other guys, you fucker. Ah, <laughs> just have a few rules. What was the iRobot rules? Like one of them just is no child porn. No doing that. No well, 
kids and sex in the same areas ever. That's the best part is they they were like, okay, we'll figure it out. We'll do a manual review process because that's what you do, right? You're just like, okay, fine. And we'll text all the child porn to Steve and he'll thumbs up or thumbs down it. And Jesus. the users of AI Dungeon were like, this seems like it's a violation of my privacy. <laughs> okay. <sighs> I didn't realize that there was a way for you to find out the stuff I was plugging into AI Dungeon. That hey. I was typing into a computer in an <laughs> online game. Hey, Mike, wow. I'm going to need you to relax with AI Dungeon. Okay, brother. Jesus Christ. This AI Dungeon conversation is mine and mine alone. <laughs> I was using Onion Tor something <laughs> nodes. No, it doesn't matter. It nope. doesn't matter. I'm glad we caught you. All right. Next up in headlines in Talking on Eggshells News. Researchers in Israel. Sorry, I'm so happy about I'm this so, story. This is the best. <laughs> it's not the best story of this week because we were blessed on high from the greatest story of all time. We're going to get up there. that too. It is up, up there. there. So yeah, researchers in Israel managed to unearth an intact and preserved egg <laughs> that was laid over a thousand years ago on an archaeological dig this week and then proceeded to immediately break it. <laughs> Like, right the fuck away. <sighs> oh, my God. So, Eli, this is very important. Did you sneak into an archaeological dig? <laughs> we said no doing that. No, we said no. We uh, The specific wording we used, I'm covered. I'm covered. So, yeah. The team discovered the egg in a cesspit in the ancient city of Yavna. And the egg remained unbroken for so long because it was actually pillowed in soft human waste, which is the article I read's fancy way of saying shit, which, quote, created anaerobic or oxygen-free conditions and prevented its decay, end quote. Researchers then carefully removed the egg, <laughs> took it to their lab, where it would have provided fascinating insight into history and DNA Huge technology. Deal. Huge deal. Yep. But they broke the fuck out of it. <laughs> it's so good. They might as well take it back to your friend's house from when you were a kid where they make you wash your hands when you show up. <laughs> and then mom or dad's like, okay, you can all have some grape juice and martini glasses. Just don't spill. I spilled. Yep. Like that's, I spilled. it's so good. So, uh, it's yeah. Eli at that kid's house. 100%. Yeah. So, Ala Nagorski. An archaeologist with Israel Antiquities Authority told Hayeretz News, quote, We were astonished to find it. From time to time, we find fragments of eggshells, but a whole egg is extraordinary. Adding, isn't it, Dave, you fucking Butterfingers fat fuck? <laughs> no, don't bring over the glue. Don't bring over the glue. We have glue, you fat piece of shit. Fuck you. Glue. I uh, swallowed you. the glue. I need help. Help. Yeah. I had swallowed the glue I was bringing. Yeah. Now, they did manage to save some of the yolk, although a lot of it um, leaked through when they cracked the egg. And so when asked what they might hope to learn from the egg via DNA testing mm -hmm. and further research, Nagorski added, quote, I hope you fucking die, Dave. I hope you die. <laughs> Fuck you. I hope you are dead soon. Soon. They broke it so quickly. <laughs> Imagine, because you can't fire him. You can't fire him for breaking the egg, which yes, means you you absolutely should no, be able to fire him. That's no. the one, right, what's the, you had one job. Don't break this. <laughs> There's no way that guy is still at work right now, and he's like, "Hey, David," and they're like, "Oh, what's up, Dave? What's up? Did you need something, buddy?" That guy needs to get transferred to like the desk in the corner of NORAD in Alaska. I don't know whatever the the equivalent of that is for his archaeology Just company thing. Pulling the water cooler out and drinking all the water when you see he walks over. Oh, sorry, none left for you, Dave. Sorry about that. Hey, maybe you work from home from now on. <laughs> uh, we'll get you zooming in. 
All right. So I think Dave's going to need some new underwear. Uh, and there's no better place to get it than from our next sponsor this week, Mac Weldon. Hi, welcome to Typical Men's Basics Buying Experience. Would you like 80 pairs of socks for $2? Oh, uh, maybe. I-, I was actually looking for something a little more stylish, though. Maybe something that actually fits. What are you talking about? These plastic bags of underwear that we sell fit literally everybody. Right, okay, see, that's not physically possible. Oh, I see what this is. You're one of them fancy people who needs Mac Weldon. What's Mac Weldon? Oh, Mac Weldon is the brand that's reinventing men's basics. Their full collection includes t-shirts, polos, button-ups, shorts, pants, swims, and so much more. With light and breathable fabric technology, Mac Weldon helps keep you cool and comfortable all summer. From work to working out, happy hour to playing with your kids. Mac Weldon has men's essentials for whatever your day includes. Ooh, they don't have swim trunks, do they? Oh, I'm afraid that they do. Mac Weldon has trunk and board short options that are quick to dry and have four-way stretch fabric. That sounds great. And, um... What do you have? Oh, I'm glad you asked. I've got uh, swim trunks that feel like plastic, swim trunks that are obviously just underwear we put a net in, and swim trunks that don't keep your stuff in place, so it's like your gym jams in its own private pool. Yeah, I hate all of that, yeah. what you just said. Everybody does. Every human mm-hmm. does. Yeah, that sounds terrible. For 20% off your order, visit MacWeldon.com slash Skeptocrat and enter promo code Skeptocrat. That's MacWeldon.com slash Skeptocrat, promo code Skeptocrat for 20% off. MacWeldon. Reinventing men's basics. All right, Mac Weldon it is. That's fantastic. Oh, curse you, Mac Weldon. I've lost another one. Yeah, you sure did. I'm thinking maybe don't go into so much detail about a way better competitor next time. Don't tell me how to live! Okay. And we're back. Next up in headlines in Goops, I Did It Again News. (laughs) Gwyneth Paltrow is the overpriced gift that keeps on giving. It's a good week here at the Skeptocrat, everybody. Also her business model, yeah. <laughs> she has a health and wellness brand called Goop, and their entire mission statement is approximately infuriate Michael Marshall personally. Yeah, we share that. We do. Yep. <laughs> she also has a pseudoscience Netflix show called Infuriate Jonathan Jerry and Michael Marshall personally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But most of her victims are stupid rich people, so I kind of enjoy it. Yeah. Plus, Gwyneth's other main job is getting publicly embarrassed by gynecologist and professional skeptic Dr. Jennifer Gunter every time Gwyneth talks. Yep. And here's the latest. Goop is facing a class action lawsuit because one of their $75 candles allegedly explodes in a giant (laughs) ball of flame every once in a while. Yeah, that's not what people meant by pop that pussy, Gwyneth, and... They definitely weren't talking to you anyway. So, yeah, this is not. uh, (laughs) So just in case anyone missed our ongoing coverage of Goop's luxury lying brand, just be aware that their product line includes items like a coffee enema kit, psychic vampire repellent, Mm -hmm. and a vaginal steam kettle with laser beams. (sighs) They also have a product called Sex Dust. Uh, No idea. Possibly inspired by Ben Shapiro. I don't know. But even more recently, she made headlines for releasing a candle called This Smells Like My Vagina. It's not clear whose vagina is being referenced there, Mm -hmm. but someone's vagina smells like geranium, bergamot, and cedar absolutes. 
uh, <laughs> none of that relative cedar stuff, the absolutes <laughs> of cedar. And uh, all that stuff I just mentioned is juxtaposed with damask rose and ambrette seed, oh. according to their website. Yeah. And also maybe Acme Dynamite and Jet Fuel, I guess, <laughs> is, is what we learned even more recently. According to the complaint filed by Colby Watson, he put the candle on his nightstand, and after about three hours, it, quote, exploded and became engulfed in flames. <laughs> okay, things I'm not surprised by. Gwyneth Paltrow made a product that accidentally explodes. Sure. Things I'm also not surprised by. When asked what her vagina smells like, she came up with geranium and roses. <laughs> and cedar absolutes. Get the fuck out of here. Don't say juxtaposed either. Fuck you. So <laughs> according to Goop, this is just a frivolous lawsuit. And that might be true. It might. But they're dealing with multiple allegations. And the company track record, it doesn't earn any benefits of any doubts. Mm -mm. Quick example. In 2018... They paid 145 grand in a civil settlement after claiming that putting a jade egg that they made inside your vagina has a bunch of health benefits. It does not. It does <laughs> nope. not. Dr. Gunter strongly agreed with what I just said. Either way, regarding the candle, Goop pointed out that they have a warning on their website that says you should only burn it for two hours. Um, yeah, okay. Pin in that. Yep. Pin in that. <laughs> but regardless of the two-hour thing. A woman in the UK named Jodie Thompson recently reported that she had the same candle and, uh, much like Colby Watson, this thing exploded into a column of flames <laughs> just a few minutes after lighting it, in her case. And in response, Goop got in touch with her and offered to send her some free stuff as an apology that, by the way, officially does not admit any liability, yeah. according to the mm -hmm. apology. So, not an apology. No. Also, given the nature of Goop's other stuff, it's kind of like a threat yeah. more than an apology, right? <laughs> the vaginal scalding and the mesothelioma from fuck dust inhalation could easily be worse than a firebomb, depending on the situation. Yeah, you seem really upset. What if I offered to laser your butthole? Yeah, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. Okay, okay sorry. Here's the thing. The litigants in question bought stuff from goop just tell them that's what candles are they will believe you when oh no all candles explode after three minutes. okay i guess yeah. so it's an interesting sample of people you got a good shot back to putting this jade egg in my pussy <laughs> lying works that's for sure okay so back to that pin from before this is a candle with a two-hour time limit what the fuck is in there after the two hours of wax now, the answer should be more wax. That's what candles are. <laughs> the other possible good answer would be nothing because yep, it's done nothing now. You is went through the, the only, whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Either way, no explosion. Bottom line, <laughs> if your candle turns into a firebomb after two hours, that's not a candle. Nope. That's a firebomb. With a long fuse. <laughs> yeah. Very long fused firebomb. Correct. The warning, if anything, should say, dear firebombers, Wait two hours for best results. Enjoy your firebomb that also happens to smell like my vagina. Right. Good exactly. luck. And wait, uh, here's my question. Are they saying that if you burn the candle for three non-consecutive hours, it's okay? I think maybe that's they, what they're saying. They have it's a candle wax that's stable for certain times at right. certain temperatures. I'm thinking someone used these candles to take down the towers on 9-11. This is what I'm hearing. <laughs> Wax doesn't burn that hot. <laughs> 
And in ice, ice baby news. Quick reminder, Donald Trump may be gone, but ICE is still a pseudo-fascist bunch of kidnappers who were happy to put babies in cages when their old bosses let them. Now, luckily, they were foiled by a scrappy group of protesters last week using the advanced tactic of standing in front of their car for a second, and <laughs> we're going to talk about it. Good work. Good work. And it, unlike when Eli did it, uh, it was not their car. It wasn't ICE vehicles, but it was the cars of random people in New York City. I helped. He Fuck you. It. I helped. <laughs> Good cause. So, I, lo- I love. Okay, your mugshot was was worth everything. So good. My little Eli, prom photo with the cop. Eli in his sport coat, but with the mean face, <laughs> dragged away. Ah, <laughs> uh, one for the history books. So this news actually comes to us from my home state of New Jersey, where Bergen County Jail recently agreed to no longer house ICE prisoners. Soon, it, eventually. Eventually, they're gonna yeah, do because that? they're cool. still very much doing that, even though they said they wouldn't anymore. And according to many of those prisoners, since ICE isn't able to hold them in Bergen County indefinitely, they've begun, quote, disappearing people in detention, moving them to different states without warning or legal recourse, and then deporting them. Okay, so that's horrifying, and I'm not surprised at all. I actually grew up right next to Bergen County, and... My public high school full of racist white kids is basically the prep school that feeds the ice team of that area. It's like the AAA farm team for ice. That's where I went to high school. (laughs) Yeah. Now, maybe you're thinking to yourself, but wait, Eli, surely the folks that ice are deporting are hardened criminals, members of dangerous gangs like the Swoopity Swoops or whatever the fuck Fox (laughs) made up to scare your grandma this week. And the answer is uh, no. Nope, not gang members. Uh, Most of these people are business owners and just regular people who got arrested for things like unpaid parking tickets and low-level drug offenses in a state where, I should point out, those drugs are now legal. And as a result, (laughs) some of these prisoners have been held by ICE in detention for years as a result. And as we learned this week, when ICE runs out of places to hold people indefinitely, they just fucking deport them. Okay, this is disgusting. Time out on the jokes for a second. This entire anti-immigration fear is fucking stupid. Mm -hmm. Now, obviously, a bunch of it is just straight up bigots who literally fear darker skin. Mm -hmm. But some of the bigots try to be academic about it. So the next time you're dealing with that, the next time you're having an argument about this with your shitty Uncle Frank who's trying to be academic... Do a quick Google of economic benefits from immigration. There's so much very clear data that the benefits outweigh the costs. The very first result I got when I did that myself just now was actually from the Bush Center. Yes, (laughs) that Bush Center, George W. Bush. You can use information from the George W. Bush Presidential Center that has a think tank. You can use that information from George W., to argue with your shitty Uncle Frank from the left. Mm -hmm. You can argue with him from the left using George W. Bush sourced information. Just think about that. Yeah. Now, as I said at the beginning, luckily, two of those deportations were foiled last week by a group of protesters. So 14 protesters were arrested outside the Bergen County Jail last Tuesday for blocking a nice van and successfully prevented that van from deporting people before they could reach their legal aid and support. However, because fascists are going to fash, these peaceful protesters have since been charged with trumped up bullshit charges, including, and I'm not making this up, 
felony rioting for lying on the ground in front of a car and what? one of them was charged with aggravated assault on a law enforcement officer because the cop in question claims that one of the protesters this is his claim ran towards him <laughs> <laughs> okay not at all. That's def whatever. No. Uh, I'm now I'm rooting really hard to get a liberal judge in Jersey who's just like, okay, cop. Well, that's two for flinching. Somebody go ahead and punch the ice guy a couple times and gavel. Case yep, closed. Case you got closed. Two for clack, clack. So yeah, little call to action here. Uh, many of these protesters are facing jail time and life ruining fines if they don't get the legal help they need. So immigrants' rights groups have actually set up a legal defense fund. If you have a couple of bucks and you'd you know like to prevent people from being kidnapped, or at least you'd like to support the people who are preventing kidnappings, you can toss them some money on Venmo at at NJ Justice Fund. Again, for the anti kidnapping legal support on Venmo, you can go to at NJ Justice Fund. Excellent cause. And finally tonight, in Disimpaction Park Here we go! I'm so happy. We have a shit story. It's about shit. (sighs) We have the best story of all the stories, and we deserve it. For years now, you look at the headlines, and it's neo-Nazi elected president. Mm -hmm. Neo-Nazi nominated to the Supreme Court by neo-Nazi president. Neo-Nazi rights upheld by the neo-Nazi court thanks to the neo-Nazi president. And protest voters in the Rust Belt. And (laughs) the good headlines are things like, global pandemic might plateau soon, fingers crossed. Mm -hmm. That's what we're reading. But once in a while, every once in a while, the universe reaches out and says, hey, Heath Enright, you need a break from wringing comedy out of that dry towel over the last (laughs) five years. Here's some wet toilet paper for you. We're going to write this one. We got you covered. And here's what we got. NBC's upcoming family competition series called Ultimate Slip and Slide had to shut down production last week after a giant outbreak of weapons-grade diarrhea. Yes! Look, people, this is as close as we get to a day off here without ripping out all our teeth, having a baby, or killing our dad. Live in this moment with us. Live in this moment. (laughs) So here's how it all happened. NBC started filming their show, which is entirely based on steeply angled water slides and also avoiding an outbreak of Jardia that would cause explosive diarrhea. Well, it's about that second thing now. (laughs) And they had a giant outbreak of Jardia. It's a parasite, Jardia, that often lives in water that was contaminated with feces. And if swallowed, it pretty much immediately leads to Way more water being contaminated with feces. Yes, it does. The vicious circle. (laughs) According to one of the crew members who watched this all happen while weeping with laughter. Absolutely, yeah. Everyone was having fun on the water slides doing the competition show. And then out of nowhere, pretty much all at the same time, about 40 people had, quote, violent explosive diarrhea. This was not... Medium spray, explosive, in quotes, according to this witness. Like, the kind that needs to be described with a blast radius to really get you an idea of what's happening. Here's the thing. They were filming a television show while this happened, which means that somewhere, somewhere there is footage of this. I need that footage. There is no mountain I will not climb. There is no price too high. Figure it out. Somebody knows somebody who knows somebody. Occupy Wall Street. Get us that footage. Make it happen. So... Here's the official statement from the production company. Quote, the health and safety of everyone on our set 
is our number one priority. Is it? And, and, and number two, hopefully. <laughs> Out of an abundance of caution, we have made the decision to stop production at the current location, end quote. And now they're looking for a new venue, but with the same cast. Oh, that explains that Craigslist post I saw for a diarrhea-covered water park for sale. Now that makes sense. I was like, well, that's crazy to... Okay. Yeah, and same cast. I feel like that's going to be awkward for them because a bunch of them saw themselves have, have this all explosive happen. diarrhea. Yep, they're close. <laughs> so, yeah, somebody's job is calling up places with water slides and explaining, "Yes, we are the t- diarrhea guys you read about. Please let us come to your water park." <laughs> now, you might be thinking, "Really, guys? Really, middle school toilet humor? You're better than that." Well, why? Why would you think all, that? First of all, no, we're not. Yeah. No, we are not. And neither are you. Yeah. Neither you. Don't be a liar. Poop stuff is the height of comedy. That's just a fact. Everybody knows that. It doesn't yeah. matter. You don't have to be in middle school. Society makes us leave middle school, but it's not natural. We, I feel like I'm there. That's like when I think of how old I am, I feel like I'm about 11. That's Diarrhea like humor levels. Yeah, I Diarrhea. Yeah, yeah, that's where I am. <laughs> just my growth as a person. But <laughs> more importantly, as a person who's been very, very personally affected by the unavoidable tragedy of water slide based involuntary shitting. That yes, happens to everybody. Have. Yes, you have. It's happened to me. <laughs> it's nice to finally have a story where I feel seen. It's just for me. This is <laughs> this is for me. This headline is my support group. And of course, everybody knows we heal with shit puns. Of course. So 30 seconds on the clock. Possibly more. We're gonna possibly <laughs> beat that 30. We're just gonna keep going with this. Names for the movie. About the water slide family game show that got canceled by shitting. Go. Uh, Deuce Almighty. Uh, eat, spray, love. Raiders of the Lost Fart. <laughs> How about Stop or My Mom Will Shit? Oh, I was trying to find a shit one. Damn it. Uh, Endgame. <laughs> okay. Marvel Universe. Uh, Jardians of the Galaxy. Ooh, okay. I, I'm proud of this one. Diarrhea of a Wimpy Kid. <laughs> <laughs> How about. Uh, the hills have brown eyes. Ooh, I shark Huckabees. <laughs> well, I was doing, I was trying so hard to do the math Shart, on shark. Shart, you got it. Yeah. You nailed it. Uh, okay, last one. Wet hot American bummer. <laughs> Fantastic. Right. They, they really need to make a documentary about oh, this. Oh, yes, they do. Very, very important. Maybe we'll get that footage. But somebody find us that footage before that happens. Do it. I want that too. I need it. Liam Neeson. It's very very important. John Keel. That is just eight bajillion Heath and Eli bucks. So <laughs> many. All right. Well, on that very, very happy note. Somber note. We're gonna, <laughs> somber. And we're going to pray for more of those headlines. <laughs> I know praying. To, I'm, I don't care. Uh, Pascal's wager. Let's pray for that. <laughs> exactly. We're closing it out. Thanks to No Illusions. Thanks to Eli Bosnick. Thanks to all the listeners who like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter and send us feedback on the other various internets. Please keep doing that. Please keep listening. And please keep telling your friends. And if you find the naive stupidity of our giving away free show business model to be oddly charming, please feel free to send us gifts of money at our donation page at patreon.com slash skeptocrat. Just like Adam Nathanson, Kyle Lawson, Smash Ultimate is better than Smash 64 Suck at Heath. Go <gasps> fuck yourself. No, it's not. Oh, my God. <laughs> Physics is so... Uh, Smash our, Ultimate is super fun. I like it. It's a fun game. 64 is so much better. You're so first wrong. I don't even want your money. Take your money back. <laughs> I don't want your Patreon dollars. Fuck you. We'll take your Patreon dollars. He will take Sorry. Heath's Sorry. <laughs> Patreon. I'm okay. I'm okay. Eli will take your money. I, 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 got, I got heated. 
I did, it was just <laughs> that was very you're wrong. Next, also very big thanks to Dominic Armenio. <laughs> Sorry you had to hear that, Dominic. <laughs> also, OA saved my sanity. Excellent title. Opening arguments is the reference there. Great show. Everybody should listen. Also, Michael Downing. Also, plug whatever you guys want here. I don't listen anyway. Patreon benefits rule. Okay. Um, Eli, you want to plug something? Uh, here? Yeah, I'm going to plug Smash Ultimate. Just, I like it. Fuck a you. <laughs> moving on. I'm, I'm beeping that. I'm beeping that. It's absolutely not. Couple more big thank yous. We have what's these? What's all? What's count? What's for? What's Heath? That's fantastic. Those do all count. Damn. These all count for Heath is what that said Shit. in code with the what's. Those oh. I got a bunch of points there. Thank How you. Do they? Whoever that was. <laughs> and also big thanks to Joshua Yancey. All those people, they're beautiful. Dicks and vaginas are they're just like a very popular song that everyone, including Eli, knows the lyrics to. So your, uh, your genitals are happy birthday to you. Okay, there you, you go. follow yeah, me on yeah. my reference there, Eli. Yeah, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Great. Bruce Springsteen, fuck. And whether or not you're feeling financially benevolent like those fine people, except for that Smash Brothers person. If you enjoyed our brand of whimsy and you'd like to hear more dick jokes free of charge, check out our brother and sister shows, The Scathing Atheist, God Awful Movies, D&D Minus, and Citation Needed, available on Apple Music, Stitcher, all those other podcast apps, or the deep web. We just have one last thing. Let's compliment that penis. Special thanks to Ryan Slotik of Evil Giraffes on Mars. He knows that Smash 64 is the best one. He is also <laughs> the creator of the virtuosic musical stylings you heard today, which were used with his permission. You should definitely check him out using the links we'll provide or by Googling the only band called Evil Giraffes on Mars. Until next time, I challenge anybody, including that person, to Smash 64. <laughs> catchphrase sign-off. That's our new catchphrase sign-off. <laughs> use those socks for something i've got an idea <laughs> the preceding podcast was a production of puzzle and a thunderstorm llc copyright 2021 all rights reserved